0: in a world of magic and make-believe, where nerds can become heroes. Tell me, how many more of you are there?
1: More than
2: you can ever count. Die an honorable death or I'll torture you on your way. You can feel Mere God's presence in you and it's just, it's content with your battle. You see large swaths of trampled grass, a great host has passed this way.
1: I don't think we could stop now there may be
2: wounded there may be an army the rumors have it they even ride dragons
1: listen ben we've got way more problems to deal with if we follow this army i severely
3: underestimated the stakes here Ka. i'm sorry please come with me
4: what will become of our heroes now that the bad guys have a dragon let this be a lesson to you brave adventurers never split the party
2: so has left you guys taking cobb with her and nightshade to look for a uh, some sort of forge as you guys stay away from them is there anything you uh, is there anything you, you and doc and uh ben do you guys need to say anything or do you guys is it you guys taking a rest or
1: yeah we need to do some flavor i mean i think uh Aildwin's just kind of doing some investigation, some random stuff, like mm-hmm. you know, a handful of sand at the ground, smelling it and like tasting it and looking around and you know, just doing some his weird uh whatever, half-elf mm-hmm. rogues, investigative
4: things. Yeah. And I'll say, yeah, Ben, Ben takes a little bit of time and just kind of kneels off in the soot, the battle and kind of meditates over the staff and tries to determine when meditation becomes prayer.
2: <laughs> you definitely feel a connection now that you've opened yourself up meditating. You could feel the mourning, almost as if the staff is in mourning from seeing all the death. But over the course of hours as you meditate and Eowyn conducts his investigations and just realizes how deadly the foe that He's gonna faces. You can hear the consistency of hammering. You can he- almost smell the workings of that metal. And after many hours, eventually see Ka in the shadows. Oh, shit.
3: Uh, so a small figure approaches the group. Roughly the gnomish size. Careful observation, will show a figure clad in black plate armor, inlaid with uh, that silver chain uh, wire throughout uh, almost sinew-like, the head of an Alpine Ibex. Uh, Horns smaller than they previous were though. uh, It is in the form of a helm, uh, so a goat helm, and also carrying a Also black shield with the gear that was formerly uh, Bombsway's flail is actually laid into the center of the shield uh, now as a symbol of her pride. And uh, also a crystal in her chest and lining the knuckles of her gauntlets. Uh, She will approach the group and say, let's do this, boys. Do I know you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this new armor has a buzzing and i can't get rid of it
4: i'm just looking her up and down and i kind of I, I, this is unrelated to her situation but i kind of wipe my eyes off i feel like i've been mourning with the staff a little bit i say um uh i see
3: i see you had to make some decisions yes um unfortunately Ka is, uh, he's still with me, but he's protecting me a little bit closer now. Huzzah. Hello. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, turned, um. and I, I turned to Aeldwin and I say, what, what do you, what do you think, boss? Is it time to go?
1: <sighs> Good a time as any. Let's circle the wagons.
2: So you guys do have the wagons and you guys are going to make your way now to Zach's Roth. Is
4: that Abs- correct? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I, but of course we're going to take it cautiously. Um, mm-hmm. and I mean, my, my intent would be of course, you know, to set up a watch, um, you know, security element to, uh, the wagon and whoever else is traveling with us is is nightshade coming with us
2: yes nightshade is he is there uh you could tell he was helping he's really sweaty from where he is helping um bombs away with the forging process but he is there he's ready and he's ready to assist you gentlemen
1: what's um is there anything worth uh finding around this encampment like anything of value that i might after, after hours of just waiting around, for- uh, so Honestly.
2: generally, generally speaking, you do see like just if you were to have taken your time during that time and gather as much supplies as you can or salvage. Um, I would say you probably have found. Actually, do me a, do an investigation check for me.
1: Oh, roll dice. Yes, dice playing rolling game. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's <laughs> see how, let's see how good you are. Okay, here we go. Um I'm really I'm putting a lot of faith in this D20 today y'all. So. All right. Let me, let me make sure I have my character sheet up cuz that's what a good D&D player does. Ooh. They, shots they can, fired. They Have a character sheet. You don't got the dice. Okay, here we go. <laughs> God damn it. 8.
2: An 8. All right, well you were, lying. To, you were able You were able to <laughs>
4: It doesn't. It doesn't roll better when you throw it harder.
2: (laughs) You're gonna salvage several days' worth of supplies. I'd give you uh, six uh, rations worth of individual rations worth of food and
1: uh, water. Sweet, bro. Cool. Um, I'll take it.
2: Yeah. Other than that, it's all really just kind of like small trinkets, like crudely made, like you know, kitchen daggers, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, nothing particularly of value, but as I said, you did find the food. Um,
1: maybe a pound of salt.
4: Keep your eyes open for a cheese plate for me.
1: Yeah, if this <laughs> was, um, if this was Skyrim, I would be, I would just be collecting everything that I found, like yeah, wooden bowl, a cup, a ladle, and then I just get so overburdened that I can't I walk. Mean-
4: then you have to just dump off the, the the cheap stuff as you get encumbered. Oh, Well, I can yeah. get rid of the bowls. All the bowls, all the bowls are gone. Uh, I was going to put those
1: in my house
2: that I was <laughs> building. And so you guys just began the track to Zach Zeroth.
4: I do want to say I think we're kind of like, if, if as far as Ben's concerned, he's kind of keeping to himself and somber, definitely being watchful, keeping vigilant,
2: mm-hmm. but
3: uh, very very
4: stuck in his head.
2: Gotcha
3: is so taking a nap after all that work. Oh, I just tuckered out. In,
1: in.
4: <laughs> Poor little thing.
1: I think uh, I would actually like to use this opportunity to speak to Ben mm-hmm. and talk to him about what I know about the enemy that we might be facing. Okay. Uh, and then to do that, I was hoping maybe I could like do history... Or some kind of history check or whatever, and then do you determine what it is I know, or what, like what kind of vital information I can recall. Yeah, let's, let's do it.
2: Let's do it. I like it.
1: Okay. Oh boy, I I shouldn't have picked history because I only I have no modifiers for that. I trust. You. I trust you. Die. Eighteen. That's there you nice. go. That's nice. Straight eighteen. You were
4: due for one. Blackjack rules, baby. About time. Yeah. That was a cold deck. Law of large numbers.
2: <laughs> Eventually, you're gonna roll a fucking twenty. <laughs> That's the hot All deck. Right. The hot deck when, it, when it's coming up. So, Awen, you have never actually directly like done direct combat with a dragon. Yeah. Um. However, that being said, you are that does not mean that you're not unaware of their prowess. Yeah. During your time fighting against the the darkness, the armies, the dragon armies, and being in that rebellious nature you were, you did however encounter them indirectly. Right. And because of that though you have been affected by dragon fear. Ah. It is insurmountable amount of fear that you see even when you just see that creature two, three hundred feet up in the air that aura of just destruction and death that they project is like anything else you've ever felt before
1: well so fear is the mechanic it's it's mm-hmm. one of the abilities of, of dragons right I mean, yes it's technically like a mechanic in D&D, Mm-hmm. but you know we're obviously it's we're talking about this as a realistic world so
2: yes it was an unimaginable dread that just even even you who've done immensely crazy and stupid things knew you needed to get out of there
1: yeah there
2: was it was ungodly you couldn't you there was something in just deep in your soul telling you to run um it was as if it was some sort of unnatural or supernatural uh, force for, you know being oppressed upon you right feels you've never felt before or since and that being said you also bear witness to the prowess of a dragon's breath
1: okay
4: you mean um, you mean here in these ruins or prior,
2: prior. No gotcha. prior. He, as you guys said, you guys had more forces than prior than before, but a show of force is a lot better than sending soldiers in to kill. And one swoop from a dragon with a burst of its flames was able was enough to disband the group you got you were working with at the time. Right.
1: So I'm just gonna uh, relay this information to Ben, mm-hmm. and. I think it's finally time for me to kind of tell him a little bit about what I, you know, my past and what Mm -hmm. I had had done. You know, uh, it just let him in a little bit. So, Ben, uh, I think it's time uh, you should know I have had experience before with the dragon armies. I used to work as a part of the resistance, and my uh, my colleagues and I, we've we've ran quite a few missions against them in uh, different parts of the world, different parts of the continent, and we've been exposed to uh, what they can do. And then, how how, how long has this been going on? It's hard to say you know ever since i can remember i've been pretty much on my own so just uh had to grow up uh taking care of myself and you know it was tough seeing what the dragon armies could do to those villages and towns and when they when they just swept through and took everything um and the resistance was kind of uh you know, it was a safe haven for me. They took me in, they taught me everything I know, practically. Uh, and I just, uh, it, it became a, a cause for me to fight for. And when I really didn't have anything else. And because of that, because of that history, I, I can tell you that we, we are up against a, a very powerful enemy and uh, something that we shouldn't be toying with and that we shouldn't take lightly. If, if we're going to follow this route, you should know that it's much more dangerous than we thought. If, if they're in search of the, uh, the staff and we're in possession of it, then it's inevitable that we're gonna cross paths and we, we have to be prepared. And I just want you should know what you're going up against. Uh, I I wish I knew this
4: earlier in my life. Um, <laughs> my, my my father kept us pretty well sheltered. We were, you know, so well to do, and he, he wasn't a he wasn't an asshole about it. He he didn't rub it in anyone's face, but he kept us sheltered, and we never heard anything about dragon armies. Or strife, and I, I, I hear you. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I, to be quite honest with you, I don't. I don't have anything left. The thorough good name is nothing anymore. And uh, this is my family now. So let's let's protect the family. And we've got this. And I and I have you know kind of just gesture to the staff we, we, we've got a
1: weapon too you know I never really had a name to uh, protect or a reputation to be proud of um, so what I, what I learned is it's, it's not really about the name it's about the man and I think your actions show that uh, you're worth your salt
4: <laughs> thank you I mean it, it does mean a lot coming from you it does. Let's, um. What do, what do you think Hagar's up to? It, am I, uh. Am I dreaming to think that we might be able to catch up to him and get him back on the cart?
1: I don't know. I, uh. I would have. I, I, I thought that after all we've been through, he, he would have, um. Responded differently, you know, I didn't really expect that from him And that's uh, kind of disappointing, you know, after all this time Keeping my Keeping everyone at arm's length From the The nature of my job or the nature of, you know, what I was a part of And then finally Kind of letting that that wall down a little uh, Once we Had been, you know thrust into such outrageous uh, circumstances together and we fought our way out um, it was pretty uh, shocking how uh, easily he could walk away from that I
4: think uh, I, I think he's probably feeling about the same but he'll never admit it um, one more thing and I kind of gesture over to way. She way she, she just made a huge sacrifice I, I kind of make sure she's sleeping still. To the best of my, Bum Sway
3: life. lets out a, a light snore. <laughs> <laughs> roll up
1: should I roll a perception check? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: she, she 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 came she came to us in an odd way, but I I think her intentions are true, and I, I don't I don't need to mend any bridges. I I had. I had intentions of, you know, put, putting the two of you together and uh, trying to make it seem like you you were splitting your, splitting your earnings and vice versa, but it, it's just silly. I, I, she's shown that she cares. We we need to make sure that she feels that way. Just take just take it a little bit easier on her. You're right.
2: And with that, you guys continue on to Saroth And Hagar, you are now looking upon the tracks going into Zaxaroth. Um, And you said you were heading into the abandoned Dwarven Outpost, correct? Correct. Awesome. How would you like to approach it?
0: Well, Hagar would like to stand up. Turn around his vicinity, stare at where he intends to go, and take a deep breath before he ventures into the unknown.
2: Awesome! These ruins, like I said, they are definitely they're, they're they almost like bring back you know fond memories of your childhood. You can see the dwarf, the hill dwarven architect. You can tell this was just a simple guard tower type of outpost, something just to overlook the um the path
0: i want to i really want to walk in here to try to see if it jogs any any of my memories of of dwarven secrets or things i might have learned from uh from my mentor and you know uh, surrogate father the dwarf blacksmith who raised me so even though i don't know everything about dwarves i do Mm -hmm. feel at home a little bit and i want to explore and see if i see any similarities or familiarities, and um, Mm. just see what what I can get for advantage before I go to the ruins. I'm going (laughs) to pillage light, pillage lightly.
2: Gotcha. Like I said, you do know these were, these are definitely older, uh, not something that is particularly recently built. These are definitely hundreds of years old. Um, And as you approach it, though, um, I need you to do a perception check. 11. 11. All right. So you do hear what sounds like munching on flesh.
0: Can I pinpoint the direction?
2: It's coming from within the uh, the actual um, building.
0: I take another deep breath and I open my ears deliberately to listen. Do I hear any other sounds?
2: You just hear, like, at this point, it's now... It sounds as if it's, like, gnawing and just broke a bone with its mouth.
0: And it's inside the tower? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, So, what are the doors like to enter?
2: The doors are actually kind of... They appear to be almost, like, ripped off. Like, they're jagged, ripped open. Hmm. Uh, Would you, uh... Let me see what else. Uh, like I said, you you did a very general uh, perception. You don't see anything particularly popping out.
0: Can I gauge how big it sounds just from the chewing?
2: It sounds like it. it it's definitely a, like it sounds like a, a lo- relatively large creature because you can hear that the gnawing, the crunching and the ripping of flesh. And you're standing like maybe four or five feet away from the door.
0: Okay. I'm I'm nervous. I'm a little frightened because I don't know what's in there. And because I'm afraid, I get a little angry. And when I get angry, I go into a rage. (laughs) I fire up. And I start patting my muscles, Mm -hmm. my chest and my arms. And I loosen up. And I really determine myself to go into this building. And Mm -hmm. it's go time. So... I pull out my axe, and no more deep breaths. It's time to do the real thing i run okay. in I run into the building,
2: okay, you definitely get it you caught the creature off guard, so you get a surprise round.
0: okay uh, When am charged I
2: in at? you see a a large creature. it's the size of the bear um, and I will show you exactly what it looks like,
4: oh yeah. It's gonna look like the revenant up in here.
1: Can we also get some real vivid uh vocal descriptions for this audio medium podcast that, that we're <laughs> <conforming>. oh <laughs> like adjectives and descriptive words and like that's for the Patreon <laughs> subscribers only.
2: Oh
0: <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner, baby. Yes. Owlbear. an
1: owl yeah bear. baby. I haven't seen one of them bad boys oh in years. Oh my god. Years. Harry, you know what that is? Oh, you actually have looked in the place. My dick
0: held (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yes, the large, the large feathered bear size. uh, Owl. Oh, God. uh, Is called a block. (laughs) Don't do it.
4: (laughs) He's he's already mutated this bad boy.
2: So you do get a surprise round uh, as you did catch it off guard. Um, So I'll let you roll.
0: I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to use my axe, so I'm going to add the plus one to hit. Mm-hmm. And... All right, so we got an 18, folks.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, you hit it. Efficiency, <laughs> strength, and my plus one. Are you one. doing reckless attack? Uh,
0: ba- 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 ba... No, I don't feel like it's necessary for this round. Okay. So I'm just going to go with my rage. I'm going to be attacking with my Fairweather Axe of Victory, which is a one die 10 plus one for damage. I'm going to roll the one die 10.
4: Make sure you stop by the merch store to get your very
0: own Fairweather Axe of Victory. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. I rolled a two.
2: To hit
0: or damage? Uh for damage. I already rolled okay. the hit. I rolled oh, the yeah, hit. That's
2: right, you hit. And, uh, so
0: um I get to add my strength.
2: Yes. Plus three.
0: Uh you can only add the proficiency to the attack, correct? Yeah. Correct. Not to the damage. No. So my uh plus three for strength, plus and two, for all of
1: you who are playing along with the drinking hits. game, every time Harry asks about adding proficiency to attack rolls, drink. Oh. Shit, <laughs> Jesse's the one who said proficiency.
0: I'm the one who corrected. I I, I,
3: the... I said not, but I don't think it picked up because I didn't see it light up. <laughs> yeah. We may have to uh, switch the rules to any time we we mess up a a rule, <laughs> take a shot. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Anyway, anyway, asshole. Seven.
2: You're at seven right now because my rage range of two plus
0: two. Thank you. Eight, nine. That's all she wrote. Okay. I, I also have extra attack. All right. And I'm rolling to hit. Okay. 10, 10,
2: 11, 12,
0: 13,
2: 14, 15,
0: 16, right. 17. You hit. All right. <clears throat> and I will be rolling my die 10. Okay. Four. Where are you striking it? Uh, Actually, that's a good question. I'm actually, um, so he's on his hands and knees. Where did my first wild attempt hit him?
2: uh you got him right in the top sh- the upper shoulder
0: okay um i'm gonna go again for the shoulder i'm gonna try to separate that head off the shoulders no more head <laughs> shoulders in damn here. ouch i rolled a one hmm. one plus my extra one two plus my two rage four plus my three strength seven
2: mm. yeah you didn't you didn't do it you did nip its neck though so, it retaliates against you. And, Hagar, what is your armor class?
0: My armor class, good sir, is... A one, right? <laughs> <laughs> My shield is plus two, correct? Yeah. Yep. All right, 14. All
2: right, so... It hits with both. That is... Ten...
0: Totem of the bear, right?
2: Yeah. I think he did. He does have resistance on everything, I think. Awesome. Just
0: about everything except psychic damage. Look well, at you. Did
2: you know this is actually a psychic owl bear? <laughs> All the <text> attacks <laughs> are psychic. <laughs> All of them. Get your
3: very own psychic owl bear at a large store. Low, low price? 3,000 gold. Do we need a
4: we need a psychic owl uh psychic owlbear bumper sticker?
2: <laughs> is a barbarian causing you too much trouble in your campaign? Just get a psychic owl bear. <laughs> so he whips his claws and uh, beaks at, and he you know he rips at his claws and takes a bite at you.
4: Mm, Sounds is... really, really warming up those dice. <laughs> he he wants to hurt you.
2: That is five ten. 18, 20, 24 damage. Oh my and god, dude. You okay. have to do, then your resistance, your resistance doesn't so, happen. Half to so. 12, yeah.
0: Okay. So far, I have a total of 15 damage. Three from the battle with the Draconians. Yeah. Okay. Um. Does that complete his turn?
2: Yes, he does. He's now, uh, well... I'm sorry, actually. Pause. I apologize. That was a surprise round. You get to attack one more time before he, before that damage hits you.
0: Okay. Oh, I see what you mean. Right, right, right. That's beautiful. So, um Yeah. I'm not gonna try darkness on an owlbear, but I will try Thumaturgy. Mm-hmm. So, um I would imagine that it would have sensitive type hearing. So I'm going to use thumaturgy to do a high pitched scream like a war cry that's mm-hmm. going to hopefully deafen him just so he's a little confused. Okay. So to use thumaturgy, I can just use that as a cantrip, but that would be my free yeah, action.
2: That would be that would be your action because you're not you can't cast it as a bonus action.
0: Is there a way to roll for um to see its uh effectiveness?
2: Um I just don't feel like that, that spell could do that.
0: It could that it could deafen an owlbear?
2: Yeah, I don't think it could.
0: Hey, you gotta try.
2: Yeah. It's what's, a, the owl, it's, it's, what's the it's level zero it's a level zero spell. So while you well, might right. be able to surprise it um, or scare it prior to attacking it in battle, I don't think I don't think it could get loud enough to actually damage its hearing.
0: I gotcha. Hey, I I gotta try. Well what's done is done i'll take my damage but i would also like to counter with hellish rebuke
2: okay so this is your action hellish rebuke
0: yes it will and i believe i'm double checking right now it's instantaneous so do i still have to roll to attack him or to see if or is it it's automatic correct Hellish is I think I think I have automatic. to take
2: a dexterity saving throw.
0: Yep, yep, yep.
2: Well, the air bearer only got an eight, so I'm assuming that's a bad.
0: Okay. Sounds good to me. Spill turns second letter. Here. Okay, so I think I get two die ten, correct? Correct. Ooh. Ooh. Let's do it. Damn, son. Uh can I add my charisma modifier?
2: Uh it does not know. It. It's just two die. It's just two and fire, fire damage. Okay.
0: Ouch! One. Mm.
4: <laughs> yeah, we need and to get used to your dice.
0: That's five. <laughs> not my purple majesties. Yeah.
2: Okay. You see, the creature is not hurting that bad.
0: He's taking the fire
2: damage like a champ. Yeah, he's. He, you'd say he probably lost about. Yeah, maybe about fifteen or twenty percent damage. Hey, so now it's the owlbear's turn.
0: Real
4: quick, real quick, what does the owlbear do after this? Like, out, what, would he like recoil? <laughs> you
2: were gonna role play this thing, okay? Yeah. Well,
4: just just for the just for the
2: audio medium. <laughs> I, I understand. So the fu- uh, so fire bursts from your finger and it scorches the owlbear. It doesn't exactly hurt it. You can see it's like feathers have been scorched. It kind of sets back, just kind of just squeals at you. Yes. You know, it's claws, it's long, long arms it's kind of hunched back. They're kind of you can hear the scraping on the floor as they come up to sweep, sweep up, you just Fuck as it comes to claw you.
4: Fuck yeah, dude.
2: Now we're playing D&D. So. It snaps at you with its beak, but misses, but its claws rend into your chest. That is 9, 14 damage, but you have to have it because you're resistant.
0: Alright, 7 damage it is. <laughs> And uh, I'd like to retaliate. I'm I'm going to go blow for blow with this motherfucker. We're going <laughs> we're going till the cows come home. Um, I'm going to look around before I attack him. I'm going to look around for any advantages in the room. Um, if I can get a quick look at the layout.
2: All right. So the room is uh, probably about one, two, three, four, twenty-five feet by twenty-five feet. You're currently standing in the hallway. You see ancient stone tables and uh, chairs. Uh, They kind of like hang to the to the sides built out of the walls. Um, In the center of the room, though, you see a large corcus of a deer. And that was what it was munching off of. Okay. and you do see a stair. uh, Again, this is a a multi-level tower. So you do see stairwell uh, stairs going up.
0: Can I reach the stairs, or does the bear have me blocked in?
2: he, he so you're it, you just kind of came right in the doorway, and he has you blocked, so you could probably uh, maybe take a five foot step movement and try to like position your way so you can eventually get over there, but not unless you want to take an attack of opportunity, you will not be able to get there right
0: now. okay, all right, uh <clears throat> I'm going to continue to weaken the owl bear. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna run in for an attack. Um, I have a trick up my sleeve. I don't know if it'll work, but I'm saving it for the trump card. So here we go. I'm gonna attack the bear um this time, I will be using reckless attack, okay, uh, just to make sure I connect with this motherfucker
2: all right, so you have advantage on attacks
0: uh, and I roll an eighteen. Come on, boy <laughs> eighteen if
2: you wanna roll again, you can do it for, to see if you get a critical right. Nah, two.
0: Okay, Okay, so I hit. I'm going to roll my one die ten. Okay, so I got a six, plus one Mm -hmm. damage for the axe, seven, plus two for rage, eight, nine, and then uh, plus three for strength, and that'll take me up to 12 damage.
1: Yeah, you don't have to rub it in everybody's faces. You're good at math, okay? (laughs) Some of us aren't. I was also so, uh, roll, hooked on phonics.
2: Uh, you roll. You you get your take your uh, extra attack. Yes, indeed. Okay.
0: That's eleven. I'm gonna roll again. I mean, I think I could maybe pass with that, but let's see what we got. Oh, 14. All right. Okay. Plus proficiency. Plus. You hit. It. Okay. So I'm gonna roll my. One die 10. Ooh, seven. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Plus one, eight. Plus two for rage, nine, 10. And then plus three for my strength mech modifier, 13.
2: Nice. You can see you've, you've, you are, mal- you have deep gashes now, you know, our bear into the, owl, or now in the bear's chest. But it is still not down. It is kind of staggering, and you can see the ferocity in his face, but now you can also see a hint of fear. In desperation, it begins again, a snipping at you. Claws just wildly swing. And desperation, it misses both.
0: Hagar gets really pumped up from this, like it's like now's my chance and um he takes this opportunity to give it all he has um he-
2: oh, hold on you did you attacked recklessly last time
0: yeah so you have advantage
2: yeah give me a second uh-oh never mind in its <laughs> ferocity <laughs> in its ferocity and desperation it connects both times
0: holy shit
2: i i'm sorry i just realized, I was like wait a minute I wanna definitely all right. So it it strikes. It's beak tearing into your chest and claws hitting your sides. That is 10, 15, 25 damage.
0: Damn. Do I round so, up or I, down?
2: Uh round up.
0: Okay. So 13.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. 25.
2: Hagar's getting a good fight in. This is really blow for blow. Yo, I'm, yeah. stressed. I'm
0: stressed out, bro. <laughs> I'm not even fighting. <laughs> okay. Um, if I use Hellish Rebuke to retort, does that count as my turn? Yes. Even though it's instantaneous? The instantaneous <laughs> yeah, it's, only... it's
2: an action. It's an action. So
0: the instantaneous only lets me avoid having to roll to hit. I automatically hit.
2: Yeah, it's a dexterity save for the enemy. Okay, gotcha.
0: And I think... Do I only get one of those per rest?
2: Uh, I believe so.
0: Okay. All right. Well, one reaction.
2: On reaction, I think. pull it up.
4: Not to be a
0: dickhead, I just, I don't want my boy to die. I think, <laughs> I think it's a reaction. Um, I know it's instantaneous, so I thought I didn't have to roll to use it.
2: It is a reaction. Woo!
0: So, so you
4: can you can do it, and then you can still act. Use. But you but, okay. you but you but he can't do like an attack of opportunity like he can't do anything else. It's a reaction.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Sorry, dude, I may step on your dick. I just
2: yeah, I, no, guess, not at all. I know
4: I know it could be close and he might die. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he had already done that once.
0: Yeah, do I only get one? That's I don't know about think,
2: that. As a, as a uh, I think it's once for once for long rest for your for Azmir for tiefling. I'm sorry.
4: Cool. A little bit of lore drop. Is he, is yeah. he, is he actually? Is he actually? That an sounds,
0: actor? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, that sounds legit. Let's um, let's keep continuing with the gameplay. I'm gonna try to circle around this bastard and keep hacking at his neck.
2: All right. So you've, like I said, you moved five feet last time, so you were on its side, and now you're, you're. It's still, it's able to move with you, so you're not flanking it. But now you're inside the actual building now, like you're inside the center of the room. And do you want
0: to attack? Uh, Yes, I do. All right.
2: Are you going to do it recklessly?
0: Uh, No, I won't. Not this time. This time, I'm just going to trust the heart of the dice. I just rolled a one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
2: Well, you still got a second attack.
0: Is that still, yeah? Yeah. All right, here we go. Get that 20.
1: It's because you made a Yu-Gi-Oh! reference. <laughs> yeah. 17
0: plus oh, the all right, four, you hit bullshit bullshit. All right. Going in with the axe. Axe to the side of the neck. One more time. One die 10. Here we go. Roll to five. Plus one, six, plus two, eight, plus three, eleven. Eleven oh, damage. My God.
2: Okay. And now it's its turn. And I'm, it is. I'm
0: sweating pretty bad. Like I'm kind of it, like, it's,
2: it's bleeding pretty bad too. You guys are like, blow for blow. It, it is about done. Like it's, it seems. It almost feels as if whoever gets the next hit may win. It's kind of getting close. <laughs> okay. So it snaps its beak at you. Um, it misses with its claws, rending against the wall. Do you see. Then the, its nails just making scraps against the floor, just indent scraping. <laughs> but its beak does land on you. One die 10. ten, dealing twelve points of damage. All
0: right, half that. I'm good at six. Yep. All right. I'm gonna go in for a reckless attack, and uh, all right. I'm gonna give it all I got. Pray to. The God's old knew that I bring this thing down. Reckless attack. Right. I've got to connect. 11. 15. So with the 15. You hit. Okay.
2: You connect. All right.
0: I come in with the axe. And this time I try to bring it over his head, like right behind the base of a skull. I'm going to wait for my time. Maybe when he scratches the ground. I come in with an almighty slash. How? I got a nine. Nice. Nine plus one, <laughs> ten plus two, eleven, twelve, and then plus three, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen damage.
2: You connect. Your axe goes heavily into its throat. How's he looking? You don't get the decapitation, but you bring the creature down.
4: What?
0: Woo. Yeah
4: fuck yeah dude
0: <sighs> hagar takes out his shield and then he starts banging his axe on it
2: and he starts yelling
0: it was like the fight of his life and he didn't know if he'd actually make it out alive <laughs> at all.
2: how close were you man
0: um i'm actually really close <laughs> I'm immediately start either napping or looking for herbs for somebody um, who's bad
4: at for somebody who's bad at math that was super stressful <laughs>
0: I'm at uh 48 hit points. Oh. So I actually cut it close. Um,
2: <laughs> no, he had you have 48 max, right? Yeah, max. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, he took uh yeah, he was down to like s- under 10 HP. Damn. <laughs> Single digits. 13,
0: 25. I was at it looks like 35 about. I was right there around damage. The, I was right there around the 10 minute mark too. Oh, mm-hmm. man. That was fucking brutal. My, my my palms are sweaty.
2: Your body aches as you've took down the owl bear. You feel that you might the uh fortress still has like a an area, like a built-in stove that you might be able to light up some fire and, and take a rest.
0: Yeah, uh Hagar wants to and, use the last of his strength to uh pick up some of those chairs he found.
2: And mm-hmm.
0: um I wanna I want to
2: well, they were made out of stone, they were oh, stone chairs oh oh oh, um, but like i said there's a there's the owl bear itself, which is a monster, there is a deer in there, and uh like i said, you there's really no wood, it's all stone, all the wood is rotted away. am I cold? You're not really cold, per se, um, but you are bloody
0: I want to cut open the owl bear from the middle of his chest <laughs> to his belly. And then i want to mm. climb into it. So that way, <laughs> while I'm asleep, hopefully no one comes and disturbs me. But I don't plan on, <laughs> I don't plan on get
3: getting up for a while. Weirdly enough, it actually improves your smell, I think. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, so you guys rat- So Hagar is now sleeping inside an in Albert. And the party, Hagar's taking a long rest, I'm assuming. And Within that time is that is that correct accurate to say Hagar? You're taking a long rest or a short
0: hundred percent the longest of rest. <laughs> <laughs> you're pulling Luke Skywalker or Han Solo.
2: <laughs> so um within as Hagar sleeps, you guys come upon the pass. I like Awen, you're leading it, right?
1: Um, I'm am I? Am I like I leading think, the cart? Am I,
2: I, think I think you're man-
4: I think you're manning it for sure. Okay,
2: sure like I guess are you keeping out are you how are you guys riding and keeping lookout that's what I need to know I'll, so, uh, I'll
1: sit in the cart seat and uh take control of the animals okay and I think nightshade hopefully if he's not riding with us he's scouting ahead as he, as he was yeah. before
2: so that is fine you guys can have him scout that's fine okay cool um I just need to know if somebody was scouting that was the big concern yeah um, i'll
4: be awake if it, if it helps if it matters
2: yeah uh, about so, how long has it been it's been roughly four hours
3: uh, yeah um way up, way by now
2: yeah so you see um nightshade running towards you he's kind of like he's not he's kind of like waving to you but not make trying to make too obvious the notion that he's there
1: okay i'm just gonna pull up on the reins and slow the cart down Gotcha.
2: I'll
4: I'll hop out and kind of like make my way towards him and uh is it is it snowy here or is it
2: No, it's it's not. It is cold cuz it's the fall but it's not snowy.
4: Okay, yet. yeah, I'll make my way towards him to kind of ease the transition. Meet him halfway.
2: He goes, "I uh, I I have scouting a scouting ahead of you guys. Uh I came upon some interesting uh tracks knowing that we have to cut through the mountains." In the pass, in the forsaken pass, there appears to be some sort of monstrous fo- footsteps or tracks going through the pass. I also saw a dwarven fortress in the distance.
4: What what kind of tracks?
2: They look as if they may be draconians.
4: Hmm. How far to the uh, how far to the dwarf
2: uh, the dwarven keep? It's it's off the road. It goes up as if it's overlooking the pass. I didn't approach it for once I saw the tracks, I wanted to come back and let you guys know what I found.
1: This is kind of like um, you know, when, when you play GoldenEye sixty four in middle school and you uh <laughs> you screen camped and you looked at other people's screens in a little four Yeah. You know what <laughs> they're doing, but camp? you're trying like to balance that with what you know you think is fair.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, so you know what? You know Hagar is up there sleeping right now. Yeah, we don't know. Nobody knows. He just right. saw He he didn't go up in the damn fortress.
1: Well, let's. So we have Draconians likely have gone this way.
2: Yeah, they've gone through the pass towards Zach Seroth
1: and this is the only way to Zach Seroth as as far as you know, Nightshade.
2: Uh, no, there's there's another way. It would just take days longer.
4: I don't think we could spend we would the have time.
2: To, if we move south, go around the plain and through the Direwood, we can then approach that way.
1: What do you, what do you, what can you tell us about the Direwood?
4: Uh, I'll say Ben is just like kind of like shaking his head um, automatically.
2: Mm, to himself.
1: Yeah, I mean, Days, days, it's foreboding
2: we don't we do not go through the direwood. We stay in the plains. It's safer,
3: good enough for me I, don't, I I don't think we can spare the time. We should get to our destination as quick as we can,
1: yeah, uh, I agree, but how, the plane, how many
4: how
2: many tracks? It appears as if there may have been a small army,
1: a small army.
2: More than I can count.
4: Oh God. Eld- Eldwin, um it's it, it's like you said, it's inevitable that we're gonna cross paths.
1: I'm just I'm just worried that they might be setting a trap and waiting for us. As I said before, like the only reason that we are even compelled to go to Zack Seroth is because some random you know, Bard at the inn mentioned it to me in passing. Like,
2: do you ever think perhaps he was that was a trick to send you there?
1: Again, I don't know. I I'm I'm I try to be very um, cautious and um, pragmatic in these kind of situations, and I've. Uh, I don't quite know if I believe in any kind of destiny or fate that he was speaking of. I mean, I'm not really sure what I believe in anymore after everything that we've seen and been through. Especially in the times that we live in, you know, it's it's hard to say what's real and what's not real. I'm just I'm just worried. I'm concerned. This doesn't seem safe. Uh, ben, Ben's going to take a little stroll
4: forward and like not pulling a Hagar, but he's going to move ahead of the, of the caravan here and um, take out the staff and kind of like let Aildwin finish behind him. He's, he's kind of walking away from all that and just close his eyes and kind of focus and whisper, where, where
1: do you want to go? Yeah. Just talk to your rod. <laughs> to your rod. <laughs>
2: You feel uh, a warmth in your heart as if going there was the right way, the right decision.
4: And I don't even, I don't even think twice about it at this point. I turn around and I nod and I, guys, this is, this is the right way. We, we have to, I I can't tell you why I know this, but I just, I just believe it. The the, the staff needs to be in Sarov.
3: I don't know what we need to do, but it
4: needs to go there. The bard was right.
3: If there's going to be trouble, I say let it come.
4: I don't. I don't mean to say we we gallop forward. Maybe we can take it slow. I trust you on that front, Elba, And That's what I believe in. I believe in you the most for that. If if we can handle trouble intelligently, we we'll do it.
1: But we we need to keep moving. So we'll just have to keep a keen eye, pay attention, scout ahead. And uh, be prepared for anything.
4: And what of this ruin? Is is it a what was he speaking of?
2: It just seems. Uh, Nightshade goes. You you speak. Yeah, there, there seems to be a ruin above the pass. It must have been something to you know people used to protect the pass. Apparently, at some point. Well, let
4: me ask you this: as a as a player, how long has it been since Ben since Ben has rested? Is it like a full time?
2: Is it? You guys haven't gotten any conflicts. It's been about several hours, but you haven't really. You don't feel exhausted. I got you, but we got we got up. We made it
4: to town, and we kind of booked it. It's only been like a, like half of the day.
2: It's probably been about twelve hours.
3: Bombsway so, was yeah. spending a, a good amount of time with the armor too before all this.
2: Yeah, so you meditated and rested, but yeah, you're you're not exhausted. You guys aren't like pushing yourselves.
4: I mean it's it's up to you guys if you think we should make a pit stop but we we could we could potentially hold up and get a rest and continue on
1: in the morning or whatever but I think we need to get there Yeah let's let's uh load up I've got some jerky want to yeah, press I stopped, on I stopped and got snacks on the way no. so awesome. <laughs> I got a Gatorade bottle I'll be okay
2: Good. There's no need for us to go to that fortress then. Probably we can pass through it.
4: Brought to you by Gatorade.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we,
4: oh, yeah, that's... I, thought, I thought it was Bubbly. Oh, this week is Gatorade. Yeah, Bubbly's oh. check bounced this week. Uh, they're they're having oh, a hard boy. time.
2: <laughs> hey man,
4: Walmart man, Walmart's I,
2: I was <clears throat> I was told that Bubbly's what started the whole COVID thing.
1: Oh, <gasps> how dare! I'm, I'm I'm definitely jumping on the bubbly train lately, man. We been getting bubbly like out the wazoo, all bro. the flavors.
4: Telling you what, I'm getting a bubbly t-shirt, bro. We got a bubbly tattoo
1: over my heart. What's your favorite flavor? I Too like- many bubbles, not enough flavor. Okay. Oh. Get, get the F out of here. It's zero uh, calories, I, man. It's I carbonated still like water, uh-huh. aha. Uh-huh, aha, is the shit.
4: Is aha uh-huh. the Walmart?
1: I have no idea. It just is aha. Uh-huh.
3: Sounds like Aldi. The- <laughs> Sounds like Aldi. I, that
0: Does, yeah,
1: metal probably. Metal it's just this it's seltzer water with flavor flavoring anyway, we digress yes, <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so nightshade yeah, we'll, you're we'll you're suggesting practicing. that we we just can bypass this um dwarven fortress altogether. Like, there's no reason for us to to stop and 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 all
2: if you guys don't need a rest then I don't see any reason for us to stop.
1: Have you ever been in there?
2: Our people haven't been that deep. No, this is all new to us.
1: Oh, everything beyond this pass?
2: Beyond this pass, we have not traversed. Oh boy, road trip!
4: (laughs) I say we make haste. It it makes more sense.
2: Yeah, huzzah! We know of the features from our people, but we have not traversed this.
1: It's the venture, man. We learn something new every day. I'm down. (laughs)
4: Nice shade. If you had any of this Jack Link's beef jerky, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm
4: sorry. I'm sorry. We we onward. We sally forth.
2: So you guys actually move you with the horses in tow. You guys actually make a pretty good far distance. Uh, you make it into the pass relatively easily. There's nothing there. To, there's no traps. It doesn't seem as if. The people thought there were going to be anybody coming this way, so to speak. Uh, Do we Um, we
4: see these tracks that he's speaking of?
2: Yes, you do. It seems as if it's a... There are numerous tracks. Not as many as you guys. You've definitely encountered more numbers than this. Okay. It's not an army's worth.
1: Why would he
4: say that, I wonder? He's not used to it. Maybe I'm I'm speaking speaking out of character. He he Uh, he he might just
3: see. He's only got so
1: many fingers and toes. So okay, so you're so (laughs) Sal, you're telling us that as as characters, we see the tracks, know the tracks, Mm -hmm. and recognize that it to us it's a small number. It's barely even like registers.
2: It's more of a unit. Of an army than an army.
1: Okay,
4: I got I think, you. I think he's probably just um overwhelmed. Oh, yeah, he's probably underestimating what we can do. Okay, I feel a little bit more confident. Uh, uh, going I, I was, I course. was gonna say, I think Ben, Ben seeing the tracks is actually gonna perk up a little bit.
2: Yeah, and nice gonna be confused to why you guys are so happy. It's like what? we're going to war. This sucks. No, like, I, no <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, not, I don't pers- 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 like. I don't
1: show that I'm happy and gleeful. Okay. I'm just stroking my dong. I'm just, i just. Yeah, just got it out. Slow stroke it. Correct. No. Um, so unfortunately, um, that's how
2: you get more new you guys listeners. go through the pass. There comes a point where your horses and wagon cannot. Continue. Fucking knew it, bro. I yeah.
4: Fucking knew it.
2: Ooh, right. yeah. Well,
4: we're not carrying anything. We could free the horses and and then ride on them right is it is it precarious footing or is it just tight for a? Car?
2: you have approached from outside of the mountains into swamp
1: fuck Could we fjord or ford it's not fjord isn't that where thinking. like the water rises and falls through i don't know <laughs> we did it all the time at oregon trail the game. So somebody yeah, somebody yeah, yeah, always yeah. died from dysentery. It never <laughs> works. It never works when you try to cure <laughs> it. Damn that doctor! I, I, you got one splinter and you're dead. You got to stock up on bullets, bro. That's the key.
3: Yeah. Oregon Trail sucks. I mean, I was partial to Yukon Trail, but back to the D and
2: D. So, anyways, yes, yeah, so you've, act, you've actually now uh you have come upon. The Swamps and the Ruins of Zaxroth. Oh. Once a testament to the magnificence of ancient gods and their love for creation, Zaxiroth long stood as a bastion of peace, worship, and trade. Prior to the Cataclysm, Zaxroth was the largest inland trading city of Have However, now... It lies... Sleeping in the swamp
4: can we see actual ruins or just the swamp so far
2: you do see actual
1: what appears to be structural ruins as well i uh i i want to i look on at these ruins and i i have a sense of um i don't know of of reverence i think uh coming Mm -hmm. here and and knowing uh, at least some bit of the history and in, in mm-hmm. the in the old gods, and you know, I just um, I, I want to say that I I'm feeling that sense of reverence and that uh, you know sense of connection. I'm I'm uh, I'm feeling like this is uh, this feels right, you know, for some reason. To me.
2: And all the stories are coming together in your mind uh, of the city being hurled. Into the depth. you can see the waters. The turbious ocean surged over the shores when the cataclysm struck, and you can see now what they meant by the city literally sinking into the ocean. Although the city, although the sea, did not claim many parts of the city, and continues, your road was left. Um, there are ruin, there are ruins there that are still habitable, um, and you see before you. An unstable maze of broken streets, rivers, whirlpools, and waterfalls.
4: Uh, real quick, point of order: Do we do we have anything to feed the horses with?
2: They've been feeding on the on the grass in the in the wild. Okay, so they, we, but that's
4: kind of still here at the edges of the swamp. They could still do
2: that. Yeah, they
1: could still munch. Yeah, stuff. these horses go hard, son.
4: Let's um, they, let's, let's grass off the ground. I propose we tie them up and leave them here. And if we don't come back, then. They'll they'll figure it out, but, but I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: like all I, domesticated
4: I, animals. Too. I, I don't want to let them loose just because we can't go any further with them. That kind of
3: seems. Yeah, like I
1: mean, I think we should park the fucking cart and hide it under some it seems brush to, and shit. Yeah, seems like defeated. that's the typical D and D. We should just D&D. burn the cart
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and chop the, and chop the horses up. Somebody yeah. would have said it. Somebody would. <laughs> oh, um, that person was is actually not with us right now. So. <laughs>